Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode number four of Forever Strength. Uh, I'm Andrew Coates, and I've got Bailey with me. Bailey Lau, say hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of fun with you. Um, we are going to talk about why women should lift weights today. And if you're new to us, you may uh, may not know that we have a program that's a strength training online program for women called Forever Strength. So we named the podcast the same thing. So let's get started with the whole idea of what are some of the basic reasons why women should lift weights? Yeah, basic is right. There is obviously a long list of beneficial reasons that women should lift weights. Um, obviously, build strength, um, increase bone density, joint stability. You're preventing injuries um, so long as you're lifting properly. Mental health by you know lifting weights, going into the gym. You're reducing the stress and anxiety of your daily life, um, quality of life and longevity. Lots of women don't start lifting weights in certain generations until the later on. And that's one of their goals is um, longevity and improve their quality of life, just function in general. Um, performance, obviously related to performance in sport and performance in life. Um, makes moving around if you have a certain job easier if you're strong enough and functional enough to move things and, and to go throughout your daily life um reduce your risk for disease and illness of course and uh, actually improve sleep so those are just some of the basic ones there's a whole lot of cool stuff in there um i wanted to grab onto a few things <laughs> let's see where we'll go with this i know that women oftentimes we'll go here first they have traditionally been discouraged from lifting weights and working out. We'll go into the bulky myth in a second, but one of the observations I've had is I've been working in gym spaces for 11 and a half years. I go to commercial gyms all the time. You and I both work out of Evolve Strength, which is not a typical commercial gym. You know, the, the, the average lifter in there is a lot more serious, better etiquette. And I've been in, in and around gyms for 20 plus years. And I've noticed there's a dramatic increase in the quality of what people are doing in gyms. And I noticed this a few years back. But then I stopped to think about it and the old guys are still doing the same bullshit. The old guys have always done. Some of them know what they're doing. Some of them it's ridiculous. And then the young guys are still by and large, the young guys, some of them know what they're doing. Some of them are doing ego lifting stuff, whatever. Right. And then I definitely noticed that as a demographic, older women, they're more present for sure, but it's the young women in gyms who are doing a ton of really smart strength training with good form. And that's the difference in across the decade. It's a dramatic turnaround and it almost yeah. entirely accounts for the shift. Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, just funny little story. Um, my great grandma, she's hundred years old. She gave me this book and I was looking through it and it was one of those how to be a lady books. I don't know how old this thing was, but it said, you know, oh, you don't want to be too big and you got to have slender arms. And I just, I just laughed at it. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, but I think that's sort of what was expected of women. Obviously someone wrote a book about it um, back then. And the expectation of women now is to, well, the expectation has changed completely and it's less so women take a less space you know do as a man says whatever um sort of those gender roles that used to be pretty prevalent um so yeah i think it has a lot to do with women are doing what they want to do now and they're doing things 
it makes them feel good and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Absolutely. And you hit on something there about taking up space. Um, I'm glad that the, the belief systems are shifting. I routinely post about the whole, the women lifting weights make some bulky myths. So it's worth at least deconstructing kind of where that comes from. And I think th there's a whole bunch of different factors to it. One of them, I mean, the root cause is probably professional bodybuilders, female bodybuilders and images of them probably from the eighties onward, which people equated with, well, if you're going, if you end up lifting weights, you're going to end up looking like this. Let's destroy this one on its face. One professional female bodybuilders are using steroids flat. Women rarely possess the physiological ability to put on that level of muscle and leanness. I mean, yep, sure. There are outliers for sure. There are women that I've worked with that I know who find that they put on muscle easier. True. And it's also important that we respect if a woman says that she does not want to put on more muscle. The first thing we, we don't just dismiss their concerns. I definitely want that person to understand kind of how it works, but we respect it. And that's that person's goals, but it is really difficult for most women to put on appreciable muscle mass to the point where they would be dissatisfied. And I have maybe worked with one woman who probably was bumping up against the edges of what she was not super thrilled with in 11 and a half years. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work and a lot of food to, to get to those levels for sure. And sometimes like we have, I have to be thoughtful about how we, we go about this and people will always find a way to be offended by this topic. There's people who hate the oh, bulky myth that they really get nasty about that language. And they think that, well, we shouldn't be saying, making negative insinuations about bulky or what have you. Well, okay, cool. I, I get that. I do. And I would love if every woman out there really valued putting on more muscle mass. I truly do. But we still have to meet people where they are. And this myth is prevalent. And there are people who say, oh, no one cares about this. I would say 75% of all of the women that I have ever sat down with in a consultation have said some version of, I do not want to get bulky. I don't want to put on too much muscle. What about you? Yeah, no, exactly. I started out in a women's only gym. Um, and it irritated me to no end that most of the gym was cardio machines. It was still a full gym. It wasn't just like a circuit type idea, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, it bugs me too, but it, it's true. Lots of women. That's, it's just a fear of theirs. So one of my favorites that I want to hear yours, one of my favorite ways to take the high road and kind of make a little bit of light of how silly the belief really is. And it's not to diminish anyone who believes it, but just the fact that it's silly is if you look around at all of the young men who are fighting and trying to put on a ton of muscle going hard in the gym and how that doesn't quickly and easily turn them into muscle monsters. Sure. There's plenty of big muscular guys going around, but there's a lot of guys in the gym who are working hard and are nowhere close. So again, testosterone is only one piece of the puzzle, but women on average have a significantly smaller amount. I'm actually not really sure. I think it's like maybe 10, five to 10% of the amount of testosterone that men do. And I may be wrong about those numbers. And Women can still build muscle effectively. We'll talk about it in a second, but it it's a little ridiculous to think that you're somehow going to you know, smell some dumbbells and think about doing some curls. And all of a sudden you're going to have a ton of muscle. Mm -hmm. 
So how do, how do you like to get past that initial fear? Um, I don't know. I, I do strength training. I don't consider myself, you know, quote unquote bulky. Um, I, I think I'm pretty strong, but, um, you're, so you're it's not a good me. idea to compare myself to what they're saying, but I'm just like, you know, as an example, I do lift heavy weights. Um, and I don't feel like I'm over the top in, for my standards, of course, I, they might not want to look bulky though. That's up to them, but, um, just using myself in as, as an example, you can be strong, um, lift weights and still build the body that, you know, you're comfortable in, you feel confident with, um, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's not just like, Oh, dang, I overdid it yesterday. My <laughs> biceps are huge, you know? So uh, and you're right. Like, and for anybody who sees video of you lifting, first of all, like one of my good friends is yet a strong man and he's seen your farmer's carries and he like, was curious about just how much you weighed. And mm-hmm. so he, he figures it out. He's like, that's like Canadian national level competitive women's strong man for, for your farmer's carry. And yeah, you don't have these like crazy traps that are making, you know, like up to your ears or anything like this. Now you do have lots of muscle, but no one would look at you and go, she looks like a bodybuilder, right? Yeah, yeah. Athletic and the, the muscle and, and how hard you train has actually helped you stay relatively lean, which is often a goal. I mean, it's not every woman's goal, but a lot of women come in and they want to get leaner. A lot of people's goal is that they want to get leaner. And strength training is one of the best ways to elevate your metabolic rate because you're burning calories while you do it, which is not quite equivalent to high intensity cardio, but it's actually surprisingly good. You are recovering for a couple of days from that strength training workout, which elevates your metabolic rate. And this trainers always overstate this, but if you have a little bit more muscle over the long term, you do burn a few more calories while at rest too. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole issue around this, you know, quote unquote bulky myth is that um, women are always told how to look and what's best and what's most attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can just squash the whole thing by saying, you know, you can train. It's not going to happen by accident. Um, it's a long-term process, right? So you can train strength training, feel strong and confident, um, and feel good in your body, regardless of, you know, what it looks like, honestly. I, I've got a quote that T Nation memed a long time ago. And I can't remember the exact wording, but oftentimes I do think that sometimes the people saying this are, are insecure and controlling men trying to tell women uh, because they're intimidated by the idea of women doing something that's empowering and good for them. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You look too manly. That one's always funny. <laughs> Again, but, and, yeah, so. and let's, let's bring it to something else too. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be commenting on women's bodies straight up, right? That's, that should not be a thing anymore. So, and this is still a form of it. Yeah, totally. Any other really important things here? Uh, let's actually tackle this one too. Um, we're talking mm-hmm. about it off air. How it's, it's actually false to say that women have a hard time building muscle. That, that's actually technically false. Women, relative to their starting point, and the frame or the skeleton can build muscle mass about as well as men. It's well-established in research. It's just that women on average are smaller. Yes, there's variations across the population, but on average have less uh, muscle mass as a, and certainly uh, have a lower percentage of um, lean body mass relative to men. That's just a normal thing. I'm not even gonna worry about getting into that. 
But <laughs> let me re, re, get back on track with this one. And, and women often, especially with upper body skeletal frame, tends to on average be smaller than that of a male. The shoulders aren't as broad. So yeah. again, generalities, not specifics. There can be outliers. But mm -hmm. it, women can build muscle very effectively. It's just that at the top genetic limit of what a woman can do, they will not reach the same level of sheer muscularity as what a man will in terms of just their total size. Yeah. Right? Now, again, there will be men who genetically just won't put on a lot of muscle with small frames. And there are going to be some women who are, are tall and strong and build muscle more easily. So there will be yeah. those disparities, but on average, and that's reason to not compare yourself to other people, because you're nine times out of 10, you're not going to look like the person that you're looking at on Instagram. Everyone's shaped differently. Yeah. Structure insertion and origins of the muscle, everything. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that oftentimes, especially in the, the competitive fitness world, some of those images are edited and a lot of those images are, are dieted and water cut for shows. And they're a very temporary point in time. So sometimes those can seem like extremes. And for some women, they value the look a women's physique competitor or a bodybuilder. It's something she aspires and works hard to do. So, you know, let's, let's not disrespect what those people are doing and want to do. But it isn't helpful to compare yourself or to worry that you're going to look like that when these people literally dedicate their lives to it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can move on to the physiology, why women yeah. should lift. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like you mentioned before, hormones between men and women are slightly different. Um, hormones are the chemical messengers that they do affect a lot of things in the body and in terms of like growth, your metabolism, your fertility, and then your reactions to physical stress, which exercising is physical stress. Um, so yeah, it affects that as well as, um, women. And it's just, I think it's a relatively new sort of area that's being studied is, um, women's menstrual cycles and how it affects their strength training. Um, but either way, a good thing to track while you're lifting. Um, well, like you mentioned in the reps and reserve podcast, um, it's a good idea to even just mentally see where you're at um, and track that stuff along just so you're checking in with yourself and, and it, you know, it's not always just you had a bad workout. Sometimes there's other reasons. So hormones can be one of the menstrual cycle um, that can affect your training as well as a woman. I want to shout out a couple of people I've been interacting with more recently on the internet too, because I found it very hard to find good, credible resources when it comes to women's training, when it comes to their hormones and their cycles. Um, there's a, a, a young woman named Brianna, Brianna Battles is her account name, and she's got mm. a partner in her business, uh, Heather Osby. They are really good on this front. So they're pretty much my recommendation now. Uh, there's a book that I won't name that I was less than impressed with because there were some major flaws when it came to basic exercise and nutrition that went into it. And then there's a, a gentleman, I'll use that term loosely in the issue, who I also won't name, who has written and done work on this front, but tends to have a malevolent presence in the industry in the way that that individual deals with everybody else. So mm -hmm. I can't endorse people like that as resources. So Brianna Battles, Heather Osby, I think they're great. We'll see if we can't pull them one, the other, or both eventually onto this podcast as guests too, because I think they'd be great. Yeah. The nice thing is just knowing that they're women and they actually have menstrual cycles to compare it to. <laughs> so 
but I think there are places where, I mean, male trainers definitely need to know this kind of stuff, but I really like to point to female fitness professionals on this front. I think that there's just an added layer of credibility, like you put it. Yeah. Yeah. Some um, sympathy. Empathy. <laughs> what, what else we got? We got uh, some of the, the goals that women like to pursue as well, because like I said earlier, a woman's goals, anybody's goals are legitimate. We, we should respect those. I think women and people can come to us with goals that we probably know, like rapid weight loss. There, there are definitely some potential pitfalls there. But going and correcting that person immediately and trying to, quote, educate them into why their goals are wrong is a really good way to get them defensive. Um, they're probably not going to want to work with you. And they're probably then going to turn around and work with someone who will promise them happily take their money and perpetuate cycles of yo-yo dieting or other sort of things. So, you know, thoughts there and some of the different uh, goals that women will come in with. Um, yeah, I mean... Most of the women I talk to, um, their goals are putting on muscle. That's just sort of the area that I'm in, which is awesome. Not that I'm not going to help someone with weight loss. It is one of the things that comes with regular strength training. Um, obviously increased strength, you're lifting heavy things. You get better at lifting those heavy things. Muscles are stronger, um, increased muscle mass, uh, which is hypertrophy. Um, there's potential for weight loss there. That one um, depends a little bit more on your, your nutrition, not saying that strength training and hypertrophy doesn't depend on nutrition, but, um, really important for weight loss. Um, and a lot of them, they don't point this out to me per se at the start, but, um, they really would just want to feel better in the gym, more confident, um, and in life body confidence is a huge thing. Um, yeah, it just, it makes a difference being confident with your performance and how you're going into the gym and, and uh, being consistent with your workouts makes you feel better about yourself, carry yourself a little bit higher, um, even through life, which yeah. is my favorite thing to see someone right. get better. Mine too. There's nothing cooler than having someone come in feeling, I'll use an example, and it's true of male clients as well. My client, Danny, came in a little over a year and a half. Yeah, but a year and a half ago, was really intimidated by the gym. You know, he wasn't feeling, he was feeling weak at work, wasn't feeling good about himself. Started off, you know, he was still pretty intimidated. Pretty soon, I can't get him out of the gym. He'll train with me for an hour. He'll do another like 45 minutes of working out. He's in there almost two hours a day. He has physically transformed. His confidence is up. Uh, you know, he punched a guy in the face who was being a really awful human being. I know this is kind of funny and I don't endorse this, but it's a people who are harassing some staff of them all. We're talking about some bad people, what they were doing. And mm -hmm. the guy gets in his face, he punches him in the face and then just decides to get out of there. So again, like I said, I'm not endorsing it, but he was confident enough to take a swing at him. Now he also mm -hmm. insists that he would probably, you know, still punch the guy, even if he wasn't working out. Uh, funny yeah. stories aside, one of the things you said about the, the weight loss, the fat loss, Oftentimes, strength training is the linchpin habit that once that box is checked, people tend to start being better with their nutrition. And you notice that with some people, weight will start falling off if you just focus on it. And it's, it's, a, it's a principle that shows up at a lot of different, I guess, coaching and, and habit-based stuff is focus on one thing at a time. And a lot of people, that's the way they need to approach it. And you may notice that they start proactively making changes before you start trying to nudge them. Yep. 
I think we've nailed yep. this one. Any other added thoughts? Um, yes, in summary, I wrote it down. Women should lift heavy things, period. The women that I work with are excited when they lift heavier than before. It is one yeah, of the main drivers to have them come back. It breeds consistency, long-term habits, if they're just feeling great about how strong they are. Yep. If you are just finding us, sorry, Bailey, if you're just finding us, uh, please subscribe. We would love to have you. If you're not following us on our social media yet, I'm at Andrew Coates Fitness. Bailey is at Bailey Lau Fit, L-A-U. And uh, we would love to interact with you. Send us messages. If you are curious about Forever Strength, we do an intake every 12 weeks. Uh, we're about nine weeks away from doing the next one. But uh, if you're curious, we'd love to talk to you more about it. Uh, we're really proud of the program. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode. See ya.